Hey folks, Steve Lewis here. Welcome to Relevance for today. I've got Caleb Daigle in the studio with me. and We've got a great message. We're going to be talking about spiritual boredom. Stay tuned, folks. You're going to enjoy this one. Okay, folks, I'm really excited. I've got Caleb Daigle in the studio once again after all this time. Caleb, welcome back, my man. Hey, Steve, how's this going? Yes, good. We've been chilling out here in the studio for about an hour, talking about some things, getting things organized and prepared, and we've got a great message for you. Caleb got in touch with me and said that uh, he was sitting back doing some praying. I think he was actually cutting grass and... Holy Spirit showed him a topic, spiritual boredom. So, Caleb, tell us what the Holy Spirit showed you, my man. Let's get started. So, you know, I I had been reading um, Numbers. So I've been in that for a while, 36 mm-hmm. chapters, so yes. 36 days. Um, and a lot of what the Israelites went through, you know, I, I was just kind of praying and just asking the Lord what, like, what do you want me to get out of this? Mm-hmm. You know, what what do you want me to take from this? And then he gave me those two words, spiritual boredom. And throughout throughout the journey of the Israelites from Egypt to the Promised Land, you know, um, if you look deeper, deeper within, then like you know the complaining and all that stuff. Where does that stem from? Mm. You know, um, and how many t- like how often do we as believers? get in that same mindset where, you know, um, we're not doing anything. What happens when we're not doing anything? Mm-hmm. Idle. Right. Yeah. You're sitting still. Um, you're not really sure what to do. So, oh, I'm bored. I'm bored. Mm-hmm. It's like in real life, you know, you get bored if you're not doing anything, like through this whole COVID thing that we're all going through. Right. You know, if you're not doing anything, you start getting bored. And then what happens? Mm. Things start happening. You start complaining. Yes, our attitude. Fear sets in, anger sets in, mm-hmm. a whole bunch of, and I mean, you can see it right now in this oh, COVID thing and everything that's going on. Yep. Where does this stem from? Hmm. Well, nothing was happening, so we might as well get all riled up. We might as well just do what we want to do, right? Yep. So, as like Steve was saying, you know, I was praying, um, while I was mowing one day and the spiritual boredom and it clicked because stuff like that, you know, you got to be on top of that stuff mm. because if you're not on top of that, like, I mean, you catch yourself or you catch yourself sometimes and you're like, wait a minute, I shouldn't be doing that. I shouldn't be saying that. Right. I shouldn't be thinking that. Having an attitude. Right. Yep. Right. Being in this mindset where guess what? No, we don't like to say it, but that's where the enemy likes to work. Mm -hmm. Not with, you know, obviously he likes to work in fear. He likes to place fear. But once we're idle, you know, like you said, once we're sitting still Mm -hmm. and we're not focusing on what we should be focusing on, like, right, resting in the word. Yes. You might be resting in the word, but... If you kind of let your mind get off track, what happens? The enemy means like, she's not doing anything right now. Yep. She's not doing anything right now. Perfect opportunity for me to slip something in there mm. to either cause anger, to cause strife. Yes. What does the enemy want to do? He wants to kill, steal, kill, and steal destroy. Steal and destroy. Yep. 
So we, as followers, you know, we have to be ready for that. Mm -hmm. Even in times of idle, right? Yeah, idle times. Like, like letting your car warm up. You know, you got to give it time to warm up in the winter, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. You have to be able to get in the mindset, right? Like in numbers, uh, what the Israelites did with sacrifices, it was a very big preparation. Oh, yeah. Right? It was a preparation. Yeah. So we need to do the same thing. We need to prepare our hearts mm. for God's word. We can't just jump in and open our Bible and say, all right, we have to be in the right mindset. Yeah. Because if we aren't in the right mindset, if we're in that spiritual boredom, mm -hmm. nothing is going to click because we're in our own mindset. Preach it, man. That's good. Yeah. And so, you know, speaking of which, we did look up the definitions. So just to get a good foundation, um, the definition of boredom is the state of being weary and restless through lack of interest. So one thing led to another. So I went and looked up a couple synonyms and I found weariness and listless. So the definition of weary is exhausted in strength, endurance, vigor, or freshness. That's a good one. Isn't that a good, That's one? a good one? The freshness. It's those last words and those definitions that are really key. So then I thought, okay, let's check out listless. Characterized by lack of interest and energy or spirit wow so when i looked up spirit and i was impressed in webster's dictionary the first definition was a supernatural being or essence such as the holy spirit wow so then it turned into lack of interest energy or you could say lack of the holy spirit or lack of the power of the holy spirit right. you're right. sitting back on the spiritual couch, chilling out, relaxing, not doing anything, and woe is me, and not knowing what to do next because boredom kicks in. Right. It's easier to stroll, scroll on Facebook and watch people falling videos and all that stuff, and you just get sucked into the craziness. Right, exactly. And before you know it, you're like, a whole day's gone past. Right. Woe is me. I'm going to go to church on Sunday, and the poor pastor has to do all the work for you and and teach you for an hour and then you go home and you're just twiddling your thumbs because hey yeah. i'm in covid either that or you know you're you're hoping that the word that he or the sermon yep. that he's about to give is going to feed is you gonna, for a week. yeah right but guess what that's not always going to happen right because the word's not always going to be about you Bam. Yes, that's right. Life is not about us people. Right. That's one of the, that's the, if we can get that part done first. Self-centeredness you know? is the whole, that's, Man. that's where the enemy works, yep. right? So if you get bored, what do you do? You don't think about anything else except yourself. Like what can yep. I do to What's be in happy? it for me? Right. What's and in then it for that's me? when he comes <laughs> in, like true, he man. comes in sneaky. Whew. It's sneaky. Yep, and then you turn it on, and that's all you see sometimes on the news is self-centeredness. It's right. always about everybody else, about, right. about me, about me, about me. It turns into a mess, and uh, so we won't get into some of those discussions right now. We're going to stay focused on spiritual boredom because <laughs> that's a deep hole. But, no, it's really important. And uh, I also looked up, I think it's Rick Renner. Yeah, Rick Renner. Yeah, Sparkling Gems. When uh, Caleb called me, he sent me a message, and he told me about the title, and it just so happened I had just finished doing a podcast 
called uh, episode 95, which was get your mind cleared. And then that I talked about what we need to be doing now instead of focusing on the news and all the crazy stuff and how we need to put God's word in and get out here and do what God called us to do. And if we did get out and do what God calls to do, we wouldn't be so bored. Right. We'd have so much to right. do. And I actually looked up online just before Caleb came to the house, spiritual boredom, and in it, it had Rick Renner's Sparkling, sparkling gems. gems. Yes. And in there for January 7th, it was literally talking about spiritual boredom. So it was kind of hilarious. So I looked over the notes and pretty much he was saying similar to what we're talking about, which is it's no one to blame but us. Right. It's on right. us. You know, why are we bored? Well, what are you doing? Right. Exactly. You know, we talked about that. We were talking for about half an hour about this whole thing before we started the podcast. But Caleb, we were saying that. Yeah. About, well, what are you doing then? Exactly. What are you doing? Are you sitting on the couch or is your mind racing? You know, mm. are you kind of restless? Anything like that? You got to, you got to look deeper than the surface. Yeah. 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 Because it's not about saying, well, it's everybody else's responsibility for my spiritual walk. Yeah. You know, if you're bored, you need to look at yourself yeah. and say, okay, well, why are you bored? Because God's word said we should be doing this. We should be doing right. that. And I have a, passage of scripture here out of the King James, James one twenty two says, but be doers of the word and not hearers only. And then it says deceiving your own selves. So if all you do is just sit back and listen to the word all the time and you're not actually getting out there and doing anything, you will get bored after a while because you're just sitting back listening to messages all the time. Right. Yeah. So um, another one of my favorite verses, which is also in James chapter one, preach it, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, James chapter 119, it says, Understand this, my bro dear brothers and sisters. You must all be quick to listen, slow to speak, mm. and slow to get angry. Yes. So going along with that, James 122, you know, be doers of the word yes. and not hearers only. Mm -hmm. Deceiving your own selves. Yep. Yep, that's really important. So, you know, obviously... James 1, 19 says, be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to get angry. Mm -hmm. But if we're quick to listen, yes. there's more to it. Oh, right? yeah. There's more to it. And it goes on in James 1, 22, and it states that not mm. just hearers of the word. Yes. Right? But yep. doers of the word. All about the Father's business. Right. Which will cause you not to be bored. Exactly. You know? And so, yeah, you literally have to look at the word of God as instruction the way you should. Right. It shouldn't just be about, okay, it's, a it's something on the checklist. Go into the service, someone preaches a message, check mark, got my message for the week. It's like, no, 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 this is on you. And one of my favorite things I like to say to my listeners and watchers is, at the end of the day, just always remember, you're going to be standing before the Lord by yourself. Right. Your pastors, your Bible study teachers, your spiritual friends that are in the word helping you out aren't going to be there with you. Right. And so we really need to self-evaluate and make sure that we focus on, you know, what are we supposed to be doing? Blaming ourselves for our boredom. Right. And to tie in with that, so we're talking about the spiritual boredom and yep. all this, mm -hmm. um, in times, you know, on our spiritual walk, mm -hmm. Right, which is going to be long. Yes. And, you know, life. 
uh, there's a book, Circle Maker by uh, Mark Batterson. Yes. So awesome he talks book. about one chapter. He talks about um, the journey that is long and boring. Mm. You know, the spiritual journey, it's not always going to be fun. Mm-hmm. Right? And we know this. Right. As believers in the word, we know that in our walk, it's not always going to be like miraculous and, you know, this, the meat of the spiritual journey yeah. is in technically in like the struggles, mm-hmm. you know, where your faith is being builded up. Yes. Right? So in talking about that, the Israelites, mm-hmm. you know, their journey, I was just reading uh, Deuteronomy chapter one yesterday, and it was talking about, you know, the Israelites' journey that took them 40 years. Yes should have only taken them 11 days. Yeah. I'm going to say that again, just so people like, you know, let it click. 40 a 40 years. year journey mm. that should have only lasted 11 days. Yeah. Now, obviously stuff happened. You well, know, the Israelites went through some stuff. Yeah. And it was their own fault. Yes. Right? The punishment. Yeah. A 40 year punishment. So if we can take that and see what the Israelites did. Yep. They got spiritually bored at points mm-hmm. in their journey, which caused God to say, well, you're not deserving because you can't listen. Yep. You're not following my yes. word that I given to Moses. Mm-hmm. So the struggle's going to be real, basically. Yeah, yep. and, and they weren't being doers. No, they weren't. They weren't being doers of God's right. law. Because of that, yeah. Um, boredom is an unsettling feeling, mm. you know. And yeah. what what happens with with unsettling feelings? Again, you know, things come in. Mm-hmm. Your mind starts racing. Yeah, you get restless. Yep. You get weary. Right. And that freshness, you know, and that's that's I love that. Like yeah. you were saying, the freshness. So you know, you're in a season where mm-hmm. everything's happening. I mean, things are popping up, and you're like. You're just getting excited. You're jumping and hooping and hollering. And then all of a sudden, a season of testing of your faith happens. Mm-hmm. And that freshness disappears. The, yes. physical, the physical freshness, that physical feeling inside. Yeah. What do you do then? Yeah. What do we as believers need to do? Mm-hmm. Well, don't forget about the word of god yeah it's not about like you said checking what the checklist you know okay i went to i went to church on sunday Mm -hmm. all right i read a couple chapters today check if you're doing that you're in that mindset of not stepping out not doing what the word of god says you know yeah that will go stale right there is no freshness in that but when you get up and you get excited and you're like okay i'm gonna not only listen to the word, I'm going to apply that this week. Right. I'm going to try that out. I'm going to go help somebody out. I'm going to go pray for somebody. Right. I'm going to allow the Holy Spirit to use me to reach out to someone and be able to call and say, hey, Caleb, I don't know why, but I, the Holy Spirit showed me I'm supposed to call you today and just let you know that uh, things are going to work out all right, man. There's right. some great stuff coming your way, and then you're going to freak out and then call, say, yeah, listen, I've been praying about this situation. I really needed this phone call, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And then it brings some excitement. Right. And it gets you back on track. Yep. 
there's a person who needs prayer. You want to go with me for a ride? We'll go over and pray for them. And if we've got to use COVID distancing, we'll do it from right. the road, right. you know, or whatever. Right. Yeah. See a need, be the need. A lot of the time, and we were talking about this, like the optimistic and the pessimistic view. Yes. There's going to be, sadly, I mean, it's sad, but there's going to be more people out there that are going to be negative, even if, even if they are believers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're going to tear stuff down, yep. right? But you're going to have those faith-filled, the people who walk by faith, mm-hmm. who are going to put a halt to that and say, no, this is what the Word of God says. Yes. Right? This is, this is what we stand on. Yep. And we believe. And those people mm-hmm. aren't caught in that spiritual boredom. Right. Because they're out even in those times of... Yep. Idling times. Yep. They're still reading the word. Yes. And they're still hearing from God. Yep. Because they have, they walk by that faith. Right. And, you know, Caleb brought up pessimists and optimists. So, for those who don't know those definitions, we've got those down here too. You know, and the point is to make sure you hang around someone who's an optimist. And an optimist is a person who is inclined to be hopeful and to expect good outcomes. Now, the pessimist, God love them is a person who is inclined to expect poor outcomes. And you will recognize these people by these definitions. So if you say something like, I'm going to start a podcast show because I'm going to reach people, someone else, the the pessimist would say, oh, that's a waste of time. Nobody will listen to your message. Whereas the optimist will say, hey, that's awesome. Praise God. Someone will really benefit from your message that you're going to share. And I mean, I, I have a feeling that you, Steve... Even if only one person listened yes. to your podcast, yep. you'd be like, thank you, Lord, yeah. for that person who is hearing your word. Yeah, it's well worth it. Yeah. Yeah, when you're doing it for the Lord, for sure. Very important. And right now also, um, I wrote a piece that I need to post here soon. But in it, I talk about the fact that right now during this COVID crisis and everything going on, it's a really a very important time for personal development, personal relationship with the Lord. So when you're sitting there thinking about being bored, sit back and go, you know what? I have a time right now that I could actually be taking the time out to get to know the Lord better. And like Caleb and I talked earlier, not expecting that every single time I read a verse, he's going to speak to me and, and, and give me something. But to build a relationship as well as for me to build up my knowledge of the word as right, well right. and to have something that I can use to be a vessel in the kingdom to reach people. Because you never know. You never know you when the the scripture that you read, you never know when someone could come up to you and start saying stuff and you're like, wait a minute, didn't I just read that? Yeah. And that's being able to, like you have that faith, right? You have that faith that even though this might not stick out to me. Mm. I hide it in my heart. Yeah. And then somebody walks by and they're saying stuff and you're like, oh, wait a minute. No, no, no. You don't need to be doing that or saying that yeah. because this is what God wants for your life. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So keep that in mind too, folks. And then also, you know, what the Bible says we can do. So when you're sitting in boredom, I always like to reflect on what did Jesus do? Yeah. You know, if you're sitting back and you're just like, gee whiz, man, I'm, and we're all going to have those days. Let, let's be serious. Caleb and I know it for you. You're going to have that day where you just get up and you're like, man, I don't even know what to do. I don't, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. Well, then just focus on what Jesus did. And for example, Acts 10.38, 10, 
it says, and you know that God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. Then Jesus went around doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. Mm-hmm. And a key part that I try to stress to people is not only was he praying for people's healing and praying against the devil, but he was also doing good. good. Yeah. You know, when you learn yeah. from his examples, Jesus went out and he helped feed the multitudes. Right. You know, he didn't just feed them. He also empowered the disciples. Right. And I said this before in a recent podcast, but we have to remember that God needs vessels to do the ministry. Right. And to help people and to reach out to people. And Jesus prayed over that food and then it was multiplied and then he gave it to the disciples to get it out there to right. the people. Right. So keep that in mind, whatever it's God calling you to do. What's God calling you to do in this time? You know. We gotta be always ready. Yep. Just like Joseph, you know, when he was in prison. Yes. What what kept him going? The Lord did was he with did him. he get bored in that prison? Mm. No, he did not because he was ready every single moment of each day that he was in there. He yeah. was ready. Yeah. He was ready. He was obeying. So whenever God said, "All right, it's time," boom, he was ready. He was going to step out yeah. without a question. Yeah. Just like when he deciphered the dreams right. using the right. Holy Spirit. Yeah. Exactly. He was a vessel that was willing and ready yeah. to do something. That's awesome. Good stuff, Caleb. We've got some more verses down to help people, you know, when you're thinking about what can you do. What can you do to keep from being bored? Number one, pray. Get into the Word. It's hard to read some of the passages like, Caleb, you said you were reading Deuteronomy. Those are some rough chapters in the beginning of the Bible. Because it's just summarizing. It's just summarizing everything that they've already gone through before Moses went up and to the mountain and yes. passed away. Exodus, same thing. Yeah. You know, Exodus, Deuteronomy, Leviticus, there's different ones that are a little rough, but skip right into the New Testament if you have to. Yeah. Start reading the book of John. Read about God's life. Right. You know, read about what Jesus did when he was on the earth. Read the book of Acts. Learn about what they did back then. The apostles were reaching people. They were feeding them. Yeah. They even had the food ministry going. Yep. Some were teaching, some were preaching. Some were sharing the good news and traveling around evangelizing, and some were actually, like Stephen, was involved in the food program. They were feeding people, you know. And so each hand works together as a team. The body was together as a team, reaching out and doing things. So when you're sitting there in the midst of this, and, of course, right now it's, uh, what's the date? It's June 27th, and as we suspected, more COVID yep. stuff is coming out. Yep. More people are being tested, so the numbers are growing again. So, of course, that's going to make people weary, yep. stressed out. What in the world can I do now? Right. Hope this doesn't come back all over again. I'm going to be sitting at home with nothing to do. Now is the time to dig in yep. and find some things that you can be doing. And I think another thing to point out is, especially in this situation, how often in this situation do we get into a routine. Mm. Like I know when this whole quarantine thing started, I was I was in a routine, you know. Boom, 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 boom. This is what my day consisted of. <laughs> right? So, How'd that last? How oh, that oh last? I had a I had to break out some points. And I mean the word says if you mm. get caught in routine, what happens? Yeah. That freshness disappears. Yeah. So 
you start getting lack of interest, right? Mm -hmm. That freshness starts disappearing because you're doing the same thing at the same time every single day. Right. So what we need to do is at times you need to break that comfort zone and say, okay, yes. instead of waking up a little later to start my day, mm -hmm. maybe I'm going to wake up earlier, yep. you know, or maybe instead of waking up early, I'm going to get up a little later, right? Break that routine. Right. So if you have like a, a set time where, okay, at this point in the day, I'm going to spend time with the Lord. I'm going to get in the word. I'm going to pray. I'm going to mm -hmm. like build that relationship up. Break it. Yeah. Say, okay, I'm going to start the day off right now with what I usually did later in the day. Yeah. And that's when you get out of that routine, mm -hmm. out of that lack of freshness. And what happens? God's going to show himself in yeah. ways that you didn't even know because yeah, that's true. That's what he wants. He wants us to break our routine, get out of our comfort zone. Yeah. Yeah. And break that boredom. Break the cycle. Right. Yeah, shake it up a little bit. And and obviously, you know, you don't have to do that every single day. Okay, I'm going to like pinpoint specific times, but you know what I'm saying? Like Yeah. It's something that we have to do often and I think it was in Numbers or Leviticus, one of those I was reading. Mm -hmm. um, in my study Bible, it had some footnotes, and it said it was talking about how the Israelites had these special holidays yes. for the Lord. Yeah, ceremonies. Yeah. Now, Festivals. that took weeks, right? Preparation. Yeah. Preparation. Mm -hmm. So in times of boredom, in times of that idol, Maybe you have to look deeper. Maybe it's God saying, change it up. Mm -hmm. You need to renew your mind. Yes. Times of renewing that spiritual, uh, your spirit man. Yep. So in times of boredom, maybe that's a sign that God is telling you it's time to switch it up. It's time to renew your mind mm -hmm. to get into not even a new season, but just a new mindset so that he can lay stuff on your heart when you're reading the word. Yes. Because like I said, you know, if you get caught in routine, you're going to get caught doing the same things mm -hmm. and then things are going to slip in and you're not even going to realize it because you're doing the same exact thing over and over and over and you don't even notice it anymore. Yeah. Yeah, that's very true. Very, very important. So, like, with the Israelites, speaking about those holidays, like, one was um, the Passover, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And that was back in Egypt when the Spirit of the Lord went through and killed all the Egyptian sons. Yeah. After Moses told Pharaoh that that was going to happen if you didn't let yes. God's people go. Curse of the firstborn, yeah. And so... Then the Israelites were instructed by God mm -hmm. to have that day of Passover. Yes. In order to remember what he did for them. Yep. yep. So in in my study Bible, like I love the footnotes because it was talking about how as a family or as a, even a person, you need to s create those spiritual holidays where you remember what did God do for me. Mm. Right, because in some areas you might get caught off guard, and you're like, "Wait a minute, what did he do for me?" 
why am I saying this? Why am I doing that? Yes. Because look what he did for me and look how my life has changed. Yep. That's just like in Romans 12, 2, Kayla, when you were talking about conforming and changing the way you think, it says, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Right. right. So, yeah, like you said, it's it's a reset. It's saying, okay, I'm doing this thing as a routine. Every day I get up 7 o'clock for 20 minutes. I read the Bible and poof, then I go off and do my day. Right. And you're right. It's like maybe I need to focus on who needs prayer. Maybe I should ask my circle. Does anyone know of anyone who needs prayer? Or share the passage that you're reading, you know, right. with some encouraging words or something. Hopefully this helps somebody out there because it helped me this morning. Right. But I'm going to share Romans 12 too. You know, yeah. and like you said, break the routine. And it's okay to read longer than 20 minutes. Right. It's okay to read longer than 30. I tell people starting out to, if you started out, you've never read the Bible before, taking the time out for the Lord, start with seven minutes. Seven minutes is how long it takes to make two pieces of toast and forget that there's no butter out and you've got to soften the butter. Yeah. So by the time you make the toast, soften the butter, put it on your toast, you go to eat it. That's how much time you could take out to start off. Right. And that sounds silly because most people say, well, my gosh, I can read the Bible longer than that. But if you get into the book of John or the book of Acts and you slowly get in, you're going to find out you're going to get hungry for the word. Right. And that one, that couple verses turns into a full chapter. Then one full chapter turns into two to three to four. And before you know it, you can't put it down. And your planned day of doing absolutely nothing turns into getting in the word, getting excited, sharing something with one of your friends that you've read. Yeah. And it can be an exciting journey. Right. And that's what God wants for us, you know. Yes, he just wants us. Spend some time with him. I mean, we've got some verses. Let's go through some of these verses, Kim. Yeah, we've so, got some verses about um what does the Bible say about what we can do? And these right. are always basic verses. Right. So Matthew 25, chapter 25, uh, verses 35 to 38, mm -hmm. uh, it says, For I was hungry, and you fed me. I was thirsty, and you gave me a drink. Mm. I was a stranger, and you invited me into your home. I was naked, and you gave me clothing. I was sick, and you cared for me. I was in prison, and you visited me. Yeah, basic things that right. we can do. And like, for me, you know... um. I went through some stuff and I mean, like we all go through some stuff mm -hmm. and that, that verse right there, those verses, you know, it's the truth because yeah. after you realize it and you give your heart to the Lord, mm. all that right there, that's what matters. Yeah. You know, nothing else matters. Yeah. And it's knowing all love. That, yeah. Right. Knowing that he loves us and knowing that he's going to take care of us. Yep. And that we need to extend those things to others. Right. I mean, like I've said before many times. Matthew 25, 35, and it was actually through 36. That's a bunch of ministries. You got food ministry, you got a clothing ministry, you got a visitation ministry, you've got clothing ministry. You're reaching out and helping people right where you're at with what you have. And the reason why that passage of scripture is so important, because later on, as Jesus is still talking to the people, he pretty much says in Matthew 30 or Matthew 25, 44 through 45, it says, then they will reply, Lord, when did we ever see you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or naked or sick or in prison and not help you? And he will answer, I tell you the truth, when you refuse to help the least of these, 
my brothers and sisters, you're refusing to help me. Wow, that's... That's powerful. That's like... Yeah. That's a punch right there. Yeah, it is. You know, and uh, James one i I'll have you read that one. All right. I like that one. It says, pure religion and undefiled before God and the Father is this, to visit the fatherless and the widows in their affliction and to keep himself unspotted from the world. Mm. Yeah, I love that one because in that, that's more instruction. Right. So you take care of the widows and the orphans. You take care of the children who don't have much. Yep. But something that Todd White said that really uh, – really popped in my head and it hasn't gone out of my head yet. But Todd White mentioned in a sermon that when it talks about the fatherless in uh, King James, it says fatherless and widows, a fatherless person is someone without a father. Of course, it sounds simple, but then you take it one step further and say a fatherless person is a person who does not have their heavenly father, right? who does not have God in their life, which means anyone who's unsaved falls under this category if you look at it that way. So right. in James one twenty seven, you might as well say it says, take care of the children, the hurting and suffering children, and take care and reach out to all those who are unsaved. Right. How many people, I mean, how many people do we know personally yeah. that are unsaved? Yep. Who just need some positivity in their life. Yes. At the least, you know? Yep. How many people do we know? I mean, we all have friends. And, you know, it's always harder that, you know, it's one of those things where it's harder for us and it shouldn't be, but it is. It's harder to share the gospel with one of your friends than it is to share the gospel with a complete stranger. Right. You know, and let's chalk it. Let's be, might as well be honest and be blunt. It's fear. Yeah. You know, you go to your friend and say, listen, I know, you know, I'm a Christian, but I want to talk to you about Jesus. And they're like, man, don't preach to me, man. Come on, Steve, where are you going with that? And then you change the subject. It's like, no, man, this is serious. This yeah. is life and death. You know, it's important. And for those that aren't able to, or if you, you know, look look up online, there's many videos, there's many podcasts out there where people share the gospel. You can send them to mine, episode 82 called The Great Hope. I actually share the gospel in it. And uh, if you want to send them that and have them listen to that, or any of your favorite pastors or whoever might be sharing the gospel, but we need to start reaching one another. Right. We need to reach the lost. So that's another thing you can be doing when you're sitting there and you think you're bored. There's different things you can do. Right. Shoot out some emails, send out some messages on Messenger, Instagram, or whatever, and and, and reach the lost. Right. And with that, too, I want to point out, we can't get stuck in our own mindset still in that situation. We have to be led by the Spirit in those situations. Mm. So if we're going to go out and help the hungry, help the sick, we best believe that what we're doing is for God Yes. to help others. We can't say, okay, I'm going to do this because... It's all about me. Right. Yeah. There's no, there's no outlook. You don't get anything out of it. Yeah. That's all right. That's right. You're helping other people. Yes. You're just following what God wants yep. for his people. You're being that vessel, getting out of boredom. Lord, use me. Yeah. You know, very That's important. another important scripture. Yep. And yeah, these things need to be done now more than ever because right now we're in the season of crisis going on all around the world. People need hope. 
and they need something positive. Right. That's perfectly said. Yeah. yeah. It's really important. There's too much negativity going on. Yeah, there is. And it fe- you know how it is. It just feeds. Right. That negativity just feeds and feeds and feeds. Then you're in your house. You're depressed. You're angry. You're frustrated. And you air your business on Facebook. And before you know it, more people read it. And then they're depressed. And it just keeps yeah. rolling like a big snowball. Yeah. Um, we've got some tips here for you folks. We've already shared quite a few tips like reading your Bible. Uh, we've talked about um, the different things you can do in ministry. And you don't have to be some great big fancy ministry to, to bake a cake or cook extra chili or yeah, extra it soup. Could be, it could be making a meal and giving it to your neighbor. Yep, definitely. That's a perfect example right there. Yep, you know? it is, definitely. But things that will help build you up and strengthen you yep. is, you know, if there's a, a Bible study you can attend. And if you can't attend a Bible study due to COVID, you could always look online and see if there's any different Zoom meetings and right. things like that where people are doing Bible studies. But you want one that you can actually participate in and learn something from. You want to be able to ask questions. You don't just want to sit and listen and go home because that's not going to help you fully help your spiritual walk with you personally by yourself. But if you're able to ask questions and you're able to have things broken down and learn and you don't walk away with questions, that's where it's at right there. So Bible studies are really important for that and getting together in, in small groups and things like that where you can learn about the Word of God. Finding a church that is active in the community or in your region, it's going to help you get involved because you're going to be able to have something to do. You'll be able to say, oh, 10 o'clock, I'm going to go over, and we're going to go over to the senior center, and we're going to be able to help out there and and help the elderly or whatever it may be. What else do we have, Caleb? Connecting with Christians, other believers who are active in the community mm-hmm. and who help others through prayers, study, feeding, meeting needs, just open conversations, you know, yeah. getting out there, putting your foot in the door and seeing where it goes. Mm-hmm. You never know how God's going to work. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And he doesn't just throw stuff out there for us. That's right. We have to step out. Mm-hmm. So if he's telling us something, but we're sitting there all comfortable, you know, in our spiritual couch just yes. lounging <laughs> chilling he's not gonna he's not gonna tell us what to do if we don't step out yeah take that one step even though it's kind of scary at times or making us feel uncomfortable you know you got to get out there yeah because you don't know what's gonna happen it's yeah. like it's like um with bands mm. right you start a band you don't know if you're gonna make it big right or like a tv show they don't know if they're going to make it big. They're going to make a few episodes, make a few songs, mm-hmm. and then boom, they take that step of faith. Yeah. And what happens from there? Well, you never know until bam, they hit that certain spot. Like in our spiritual walk, we step out in faith. Mm-hmm. And as we continue to do that, it's not necessarily going to get easier. Right. But we're going to get in a position where, yeah, I'm going to step out. God told me to step out. I'm going to do it. I don't care. I don't care what I feel. God's saying step out. What am I going to do? That's right. I'm going to step out because I'm following his every word. Yes, being obedient to the call he has. Right. And it's finding, you know, John Burpee says it this way, Pastor John Burpee. He says, finding your sweet spot. And you're going to know it. When you find your sweet spot, you're comfortable. Right. 
you're comfortable enough to step out even in the craziest of situations. Right. Even when this, when you step out on a stage and there's 20,000 people out there, right. you know why you're there. You know God anointed you and called you to go and do that. Right. And it's exciting. Right. You should be excited for yeah. it. Yeah. Because God wants nothing more for you than to be blessed mm -hmm. and have a spirit-filled life. Yes. Yes. And to step into your calling. You know, another thing, this is really important. You, I mean, you summed this one up already. Rubbing shoulders with doers and not sitters. You know, getting together with a bunch of people that are doing absolutely nothing. Right. And they're just sitting around and when everyone goes, yeah, you want to go over here to the nursing home? I mean, we can't go in them right now, but, you know, want to go in the nursing home? Oh, we don't want to go do that. They're a bunch of old people. We don't want to go visit them. No, you want to be around the people who said, yeah, let's do this. Right. Let's go, man. Everybody gets hyped up and you're ready to go. Right. And people are shooting ideas out and you've got to pull out a chalkboard because there's so many yeah. ideas yeah. that are popping out. And you're writing down a list of things to do and everybody's active and ready to rock and roll. And yeah. you're just on fire for the Lord. Yeah, I, I do believe also, though, with that, sometimes as, you know, those people who are the doers, mm -hmm. sometimes there are situations where there's somebody who is just a sitter Mm -hmm. who doesn't want to do anything, you got to say, listen, I'm doing this at this time. Yep. I'm going to come pick you up. Nice. Or you're going to meet me somewhere, and we're going to go do that. Yeah. That's good. Well, well I don't I don't really want... You're going to. I'm going to show <laughs> up at your house, or you're going to meet me somewhere, but we're going to do it. Yes. Yeah. And, and you never know. That could be an opening. That's an open That's door. Yeah. You never know. Getting someone out there... That's that could important. change their whole atmosphere as yeah. long as you stay in that positive. Yes. Like doer, like going for it, walking by faith yep. attitude. Yeah, that's true. And they're going to see it. Yeah. And either they're going to get curious or they're really not going to want to go with you. They're going <laughs> to be annoyed, <laughs> but like you got to do what you got to do, right? Yeah. Yeah. And you're right. Take someone along for the ride because right. you never know what God's got planned for that person. And lastly, we had down positive people, period. Positive people. Yep. Being around positive people, yeah. you, you all know. We can't say it enough. Right. The negative atmosphere is disgusting. Right. You get around positive people who are like, yeah, this happened to me, but yeah, Jesus. Yeah. And like uh, this, this example is kind of very random, but if you've ever watched The Joy of Painting with Bob Ross... Mm talking about positive people you watch that show and you're gonna you're not going to be negative yeah he's the optimist right there mm. that's the type of people you need to be around yeah plus god-filled people yes. who have that optimism yeah right yeah that is important because you know like we said there's so much chaos and craziness i said it before in the podcast i recently did about get your mind cleared turn off the news turn off social media if you have to you know, don't follow that news feed. My word, that news feed, you'll have so much crazy stuff going on. We've got people apologizing for stuff they never even did, and it's just a mess. Focus on the positive. And so I've got a verse, and uh, I want to share this verse as we're working on closing because it's very important. Galatians 6, 9, which says, So let's not get tired of doing what is good, at just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. Yeah. So you stay focused on everything Caleb and I discussed, you know, about how to get out of that boredom 
and you stay focused and you're not looking for, okay, I'm going to get out of this boredom thing and I'm going to go help people because I want God to bless me. No, you're going to want to do it because you want to be a vessel and you want to be a, a kingdom doer. Right. And you hang in there and you stay focused. And even if, like I said, like Caleb brought up, even if we reach just one person in this message today, we keep on going forward. And whoever you are, make sure you write us a comment and let us know how it touched your life. But it's important. Whatever God calls you to do, don't sit there and boredom. If you got some ideas and you need some help running some ideas back and forth, message me and Caleb. We know quite a few people. And yeah. so we can help steer you in the right direction because it's all about helping other people step up and step out because yeah, it's easy to sit on the couch. It's right. easy to watch reruns. It it it's easy. It's to easy. Binge yeah, watch. that's that's just the word for it. Yep. It's easy. It's easy. Grab yeah. some snacks, sit back, relax, and watch movies all day. Because yeah. you know what, we're in COVID quarantine again, and I don't know what else to do. You know. Yeah. So it's taking that step. So any last words, Caleb? No, no. I think we covered pretty much all of it. So awesome. Well, I'm gonna have you go ahead and close in prayer, my man. All right. Right now, Lord, we just pray that this message will be a blessing to those who need to hear it. And we just pray for those believers out there who are in that in-between just to open their spiritual eyes and get them out of that spiritual boredom, that spot where you let things in, not realizing it. And we pray so that the ones who may not know you, just to open their ears and open their eyes so that they'll realize and come to know you through maybe a person or maybe this word. Mm. Um, and we just pray so that this upcoming week will be a great one. Um, just pray for blessings upon Steve and his podcast and also Barb with their podcast to continue to get the word of you out there, continue to touch people's hearts, and to continue to grow in you. Mm -hmm. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hey, there you have it, folks. Thanks for tuning in. Caleb, it's been really good to have you down here in the studio, yeah, man. it's been a great time, Steve. Yes, good stuff, man. So, folks, thanks for tuning in. Really appreciate it. Don't forget, leave us some comments. Subscribe. We're on all kinds of places now. YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and uh, quite a few other places. iHeartRadio. You can now nice. tell your Alexa... You can talk to your little piece of equipment there and say, Alexa, play Relevance for Today podcast show on Apple Podcasts, and boom, it'll come on. Nice. I'm pretty excited about that. So with that being said, hey, you folks take care of yourselves. God bless you all. Time to get motivated. Don't get sucked into being bored. Time to get up off that couch. Hey, God bless you guys. Take care of yourselves. Thanks for listening. Peace. Peace.